Section 37. Whosoever will come, him will I receive. 3 Nephi, chapters 8 through 11. The prophet Samuel had prophesied of the signs of the crucifixion of the Savior. Read his prophecies in Helaman chapter 14, verses 20 through 27. Scripture. Helaman chapter 14, verses 20 through 27. 20. But behold, as I said unto you concerning another sign, a sign of his death, behold, in that day that he shall suffer death, the sun shall be darkened and refuse to give his light unto you, and also the moon and the stars, and there shall be no light upon the face of this land, even from the time he shall suffer death, for the space of three days, to the time he shall rise again from the dead. 21. Yea, at the time that he shall yield up the ghost, there shall be thunderings and lightnings for the space of many hours, and the earth shall shake and tremble. And the rocks which are upon the face of this earth, which are both above the earth and beneath, which ye know at this time are solid, or the more part of it is one solid mass, shall be broken up. 22. Yea, they shall be rent in twain, and shall ever after be found in seams, and in cracks, and in broken fragments upon the face of the whole earth, yea, both above the earth and beneath. 23. And behold, there shall be great tempests, and there shall be many mountains laid low like unto a valley. And there shall be many places, which are now called valleys, which shall become mountains, whose height is great. 24. And many highways shall be broken up, and many cities shall become desolate. 25. And many graves shall be opened, and shall yield up many of their dead, and many saints shall appear unto many. 26. And behold, thus hath the angel spoken unto me. For he said unto me that there should be thunderings and lightnings for the space of many hours. 27. And he said unto me, that while the thunder and the lightning lasted, and the tempest, that these things should be, and that darkness should cover the face of the whole earth for the space of three days. Back to text. Then study Third Nephi chapters 8 and 9 to find the fulfillment of these prophecies. What invitation did the Lord extend to those who had survived the destruction? See Third Nephi chapter 9 verses 13 and 14. Scripture. Third Nephi, chapter 9, verses 13 and 14. 13. O all ye that are spared, because ye were more righteous than they, will ye not now return unto me, and repent of your sins, and be converted, that I may heal you? 14. Yea, verily I say unto you, If ye will come unto me, ye shall have eternal life. Behold, Mine arm of mercy is extended towards you, and whosoever will come, him will I receive, and blessed are those who will come unto me. Back to text. Note that the word come appears three times in verse 14. What can you do to accept this invitation? The multitude went forth one by one to the Savior. Scriptures, 3 Nephi chapter 11 verse 15. And it came to pass that the multitude went forth, and thrust their hands into his side, and did feel the prints of the nails in his hands and in his feet. And this they did so, going forth one by one, until they had all gone forth, 
and did see with their eyes, and did feel with their hands, and did know of a surety, and did bear record, that it was he, of whom it was written by the prophets, that he should come. Third Nephi, chapter 17, verse 25. And the multitude did see and hear and bear record, and they know that their record is true, for they all of them did see and hear every man for himself, and they were in number about two thousand and five hundred souls, and they did consist of men, women, and children. Back to text. What do you learn from this example of the Savior's love? Jesus taught that there should be no disputations among the people. Scripture. Third Nephi, chapter 11, verses 22 and 28. 22. And again the Lord called others, and said unto them likewise, and he gave unto them power to baptize. And he said unto them, On this wise shall ye baptize, and there shall be no disputations among you. 28. And according as I have commanded you, thus shall ye baptize, and there shall be no disputations among you, as there have hitherto been. Neither shall there be disputations among you concerning the points of my doctrine, as there have hitherto been. Back to text. Why is contention about gospel doctrines dangerous? Scriptures. Third Nephi, chapter 11, verse 29. For verily, verily I say unto you, He that hath the spirit of contention is not of me, but is of the devil, who is the father of contention. And he stirreth up the hearts of men to contend with anger one with another. Doctrine and Covenants, Section 10, Verses 62 and 63. 62. Yea, and I will also bring to light my gospel, which was ministered unto them, and, behold, they shall not deny that which you have received, but they shall build it up, and shall bring to light the true points of my doctrine, yea, and the only doctrine which is in me. 63. And this I do, that I may establish my gospel, that there may not be so much contention, yea, Satan doth stir up the hearts of the people to contention concerning the points of my doctrine. And in these things they do err, for they do rest the scriptures, and do not understand them. Back to text. How can we be unified in true doctrine? Suggestion for family discussion. Read Third Nephi chapter 11, verses 1 through 17 as a family. Scripture. Third Nephi chapter 11, verses 1 through 17. 1. And now it came to pass that there were a great multitude gathered together of the people of Nephi round about the temple which was in the land bountiful. And they were marveling and wondering one with another, and were showing one to another the great and marvelous change which had taken place. 2. And they were also conversing about this Jesus Christ, of whom the sign had been given concerning his death. 3. And it came to pass that while they were thus conversing one with another, they heard a voice as if it came out of heaven, and they cast their eyes round about, for they understood not the voice which they heard. And it was not a harsh voice, neither was it a loud voice. Nevertheless, and notwithstanding, it being a small voice, it did pierce them that did hear to the center, insomuch that there was no part of their frame that it did not cause to quake. Yea, it did pierce them to the very soul, 
and did cause their hearts to burn. 4. And it came to pass that again they heard the voice, and they understood it not. 5. And again the third time they did hear the voice, and did open their ears to hear it, and their eyes were towards the sound thereof. And they did look steadfastly towards heaven from whence the sound came. 6. And behold, the third time they did understand the voice which they heard, and it said unto them, 7. Behold, my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased, in whom I have glorified my name, hear ye him. 8. And it came to pass, as they understood, they cast their eyes up again towards heaven, and behold, they saw a man descending out of heaven, and he was clothed in a white robe, and he came down and stood in the midst of them. And the eyes of the whole multitude were turned upon him, and they durst not open their mouths, even one to another, and wist not what it meant. For they thought it was an angel that had appeared unto them. 9. And it came to pass that he stretched forth his hand, and spake unto the people, saying, 10. Behold, I am Jesus Christ, whom the prophets testified shall come into the world. 11. And behold, I am the light and the life of the world, and I have drunk out of that bitter cup which the Father hath given me, and have glorified the Father in taking upon me the sins of the world, in the which I have suffered the will of the Father in all things from the beginning. 12. And it came to pass that when Jesus had spoken these words, the whole multitude fell to the earth, for they remembered that it had been prophesied among them that Christ should show himself unto them after his ascension into heaven. 13. And it came to pass that the Lord spake unto them, saying, 14. Arise, and come forth unto me, that ye may thrust your hands into my side, and also that ye may feel the prints of the nails in my hands and in my feet, that ye may know that I am the God of Israel, and the God of the whole earth, and have been slain for the sins of the world. 15. And it came to pass that the multitude went forth, and thrust their hands into his side, and did feel the prints of the nails in his hands and in his feet. And this they did do, going forth one by one, until they had all gone forth, and did see with their eyes, and did feel with their hands, and did know of a surety, and did bear record, that it was he of whom it was written by the prophets, that should come. 16. And when they had all gone forth, and witnessed for themselves, they did cry out with one accord, saying, 17. Hosanna! Blessed be the name of the Most High God! And they did fall down at the feet of Jesus, and did worship Him. Back to text. Ask family members to think about how they might have felt if they had been among the Nephites when the resurrected Lord appeared. Then sing or read the words to Easter Hosanna, Children's Songbook, pages 68 and 69. End of section 37 Whosoever will come, him will I receive.